Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going? We are the podcasting equivalent of when you make a little bit too much food at dinner. And so you go, I'll save a little bit of that for the lunch the next day. That's nice. I've got a nice bit of lunch for the leftover and stuff. But you end up eating so much and shoving so much in your fat face that you realize when it comes down to it, I, I'm so fat and I can't fucking move because I've eaten so much food. And now I don't have any for my lunch. And now I'm in my pants and it's 11 o'clock in the evening. And I don't have lunch and I'm drunk. 100%. 100%. And I'm exactly the same. We are both, we're, we're obviously, obviously we're recording this at the same time. It'd be very impressive to record at different times, but we're both doing it after But we'll dinner. manage that. We'll That's manage great. one day. My, my only concern, mate, my only concern is your, is, is the danger of overselling the quality of content that, that we provide on this podcast. Yeah, it was Actually, no, I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to be proud of our work. And I'm going to say that you'll be so full of top quality podcasting content, you're not going to be able to have, have another bite. I'm going to say you're going to be drunk on it. I mean, you're literally going to be drunk on it. You're going to be sat on a floor, on a floor, on your floor, potentially, or maybe not your floor, someone else's floor. There's a there's a funny, just sorry, just a, as a, on, on the subject of that, um, speaking of drunk and speaking of being on a floor... Um, I know Maddie loves this topic of conversation. I don't know if she can hear me doing this one. I'm sure she'll join it when I shout it. But basically, there's a Beyonce song. This is a topical question. It's a topical conundrum. Listeners, you'll like this one. There is uh, there is a song by Beyonce called Drunk in Love. If you might have heard it. I don't know if you're, you're aware of this song. Uh, I, I am and, not aware of this song. So it, there's a great song. It, it kind of goes, Drunk in love, nearly all night. Whoa! It's 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 really beautiful. It's the sort of thing you would put in a time capsule and send up to space. But it's it's right. a, just so that you can kind of share the the knowledge of the human race. But there is a certain lyric in this song where I'm convinced the lyric is well, it's what she says. I woke up in a kitchen, and so something 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 something. And I can't remember what the next lyrics are in the actual song. But I'm convinced the lyrics are just. I woke up in the kitchen, so I know that that's been sorted, and I know that that's had a good meal and stuff. So the song isn't her talking about being drunk in love. It's just her, like, making a drunken list. Like, she's a mum. She's got kids. She, you know, one of them's away doing the rugby the other day. The other one's doing this. One's getting everything sorted. He's woken up, up in a kitchen, so he's got a drunken meal. Can't, you know, like, you know, Jay-Z's away over there. He He's trying to get that kid sorted, and, and she's just a stressed-out single mum. And I think that's what the song is about, you know, like, Things have turned up, taken a turn for Beyonce, and it's just sort of fallen to pieces. Anyway, that's what the podcast's about. <laughs> that's what that's what the podcast. I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting here listening to you going. What's, makes no sense. What what's going on what here? Is what is well, what is this? To it. I encourage you listen to Drunken Love, and when she says she woke up in a kitchen, I always thought the lyric was I woke up in a kitchen, so I know that I've had a good meal. As if like you wake up in a kitchen, you go first thing you do. Well, because I've woke up in a kitchen, I can have a meal, bit of food, bit of scran before I start the day, before I get the kids to school, you know, before oh, I, I get things sorted, get a bit of work done. Um, <laughs> so how was Poland? Poland was fantastic. Only got yeah. only got back this morning. Mm, that was great, good. and I look like and I look like the stereotypical Brit that's come back from holiday. And what I mean by that is head to toe, head to toe full of bites by midges. Oh, really? It was that's a lot num- of midges. That's number there? one. Lot of, lot of midges. And, you know, I've spent, I've spent my fair share of time in the west of Scotland where 
midges fly around in clouds and individually they're the size of fists. Yeah. But but I have never been eaten alive as much as I was walking around in some of the forests in Poland. So head to toe in big bites. You could probably see, look at that. Oh, wow, yeah. So those absolutely. midges have clearly woke absolutely up in a kitchen and they've disgusting. had a good meal. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. And the other thing is sunburn. Brits always get sunburned, but only on your nose and the back of your neck. Lovely. So the cricketer sunburn. That's me. Absolutely. That's is that the cricketer sunburn? Well, that's where they put suntan on their noses, don't they? Have you not seen that? Oh, uh, yeah. They just kind of lather yeah. that thing up like they just dip their head in mayonnaise, but only the top of the mayonnaise because the jar is quite small, so they can only manage the tip of their nose. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, it's, well, you know, that's one of the sacrifices of the sport, Alex. That's one of the things that they have to put up with. That's uh, that's what they got to do. Uh, so, well, that's good to hear. You had, had a nice time, Paul. I'm actually going to be going away. Uh, I've got a bit of leave now, so we we've we staggered our leave perfectly. So now that you're back, I'm leaving again. So Absolutely. we are. Uh, this, this was by design. This was by design. This is how much we care about. Oh, good. The a couple of years ago, de- we planned this. De- delivering delivering top quality content and doing yeah. it doing it on schedule every week. So one of us takes a, takes yeah. a holiday. Mm-hmm. And the other one takes a holiday. We couldn't have done it at the same time. One of us, one of us goes for a pee. The other one goes for a poo, and it it, it works. It works that it way. Does. You know, one of them's it doing does. the poo, and the other one can pee between the legs. We're that's fishing. the one. That's Easy. the one. It's, is that what you were trying to go for? <laughs> that is what. That is what I was going for. I'm glad Impeccable that you aim. caught Impeccable on my. Yeah, yeah. Rarely get we on my legs. Rarely. This week. <laughs> So we're going to continue with the theme that we uh, adopted last week. And that theme was we basically sort of ripped you off as listeners. We, we kind of swept the rug out under your toes and maybe hoped that you wouldn't notice. Unfortunately, not many people did notice but because they, they did enjoy a slightly shorter episode of going through. And the if meetings. you didn't, you have now because we just bloody told you. Yeah, exactly. So we're continuing in the theme in that we're actually going to be recording multiple episodes this evening, but it's going to be a continuation for us. So we're going to be drained and knackered by the end of it, but you're going to feel lovely and refreshed because it's going to be over two weeks and you're going to smile like those ladies in the head and shoulders adverts that go, oh, it's so nourishing. But what we're looking to try and achieve is we're looking to try and achieve to you our views, our thoughts and our opinions on Shrek 1 and... Shrek 2. Matrix Reloaded. Shrek 1 and Ma- then Matrix Ma- Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, that famous, well, that famous bumper pack of DVDs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, we will be doing Shrek 1 this week. Uh, and for you guys, it'll be Shrek 2 next week. But, of course, we're going to be tackling them all at once this evening, which I'm looking forward to because not only have I not done a huge amount of research for this, I don't even have the album open in front of me. However, wow. I'm almost certain, oh, this would be a fun challenge. I'm almost certain I could tell you all the songs and all the artists. Oh, that would be, that would be impressive. Yeah. I think we should, I think we should. Do we want to do that? Do we want to do that? Podcast. I think we should structure this episode on that little quiz because I have the track list okay, up in I... front of me. Okay, well, I tell you what, I'm going to do, specifically, I feel very confident with Shrek 2. I mean, I'm talking like mastermind levels of confident. I've got a weird yep, thing with yep. these soundtracks. Um, no, I remember. I remember going around to your house when we were much, much younger. And mm. the Shrek and Shrek 2 soundtracks were always main features. Well, they're great. They're a great song. I'm, and and oh, they're, they're a great film. I, I mean, l- like, lest we forget. I mean, Shrek came out, obviously, in 2001 by the... W- 
starring the great Mike Myers and the great Eddie Murphy, with directors um, Andrew Adamson and Vicky Jensen. Um, this was DreamWorks's major hit. I mean, this was a major hit for yeah, DreamWorks I'd say at the so. time. Yeah. It, it, it paved the way for a lot of, it kind of revitalized that kind of comedy cartoony nature because I mean, we've obviously had comedy cartoons throughout the nineties and there's been some hits and there's a lot, a lot of misses, but oh, yeah. Shrek very much turned the genre on its head because it took what we all knew from the famous fairy tale stories of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the Three Little Bears and all the sort of, I guess the, the famous fairy tales you grew up with. And it, it was one of the first, um, I guess, satire comedies for kids. Yeah. I would say. So I'm going to start us off because obviously the, the reason that we uh, love um, Shrek so much uh, where we are from is because obviously Shrek is Scottish. He's a Scottish ogre uh, voiced by the magnificent Mike Myers. Absolutely. And he is magnificent. Like, I would not have known that it was a fake Scottish accent, frankly. Mm. Mm. And oh, it's very good. There aren't many North Americans who can get away with that. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, I mean, obviously Canadian-born, but he has famously done uh, some Scottish characters in SNL shows, and his most famous Scottish character is is the glorious Fat Bastard from... <laughs> I'm the... so glad you brought Fat Bastard up. <laughs> Fat Bastard from... Austin Powers because I was talking to I was talking to my girlfriend about this and I was saying because she asked if Shrek was played by Craig Ferguson oh that was her yeah, that, that's that was her first guess and I was mm-hmm. like no it's Mike Mike Myers she was like oh well, Craig Ferguson would have probably been good I was like well yeah I mean he is actually Scottish well, but whilst we're talking but, about this do you know who was originally cast as Shrek and who has even there is even some um, footage out there of another comedian. I'm sure that this is a little nugget of information you might have told me less than a month ago. Yeah, not long ago at all. But I can't remember. So Tell it was, me. Originally, Tell it was originally Chris Farley, who was famous. Chris Farley, SNL, okay. Yeah, it was a famous SNL actor who sadly passed away quite a few years ago now. Um, but he actually did do some, uh, recorded some of the voiceover and DreamWorks animators actually did... Um, and it's interesting because how they did this was, and to my understanding, was that they recorded Chris Farley doing the voices and then they they designed the character's lips and the movement of the lips and the movement of the facial features around Chris. But uh, after he passed away, they, they actually recast Eddie Murphy, obviously. And when Eddie Murphy came in with doing a, a similar sort of American accent for the beloved ogre that we all know today as a Scottish... Do you mean Mike Myers? Uh, Mike Myers, what did I Why say? Why are you talking about Eddie Murphy? Sorry, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> we'll get to Eddie Murphy in a second, of course. But Mike Myers came in, obviously, and did the, did the, the beloved, uh, beloved ogre. But it, uh, they actually, the animators had to completely throw away everything that they'd done with Chris Farley because the way mm-hmm. that his mouth was moved. And, and I think that's a staple as well. That must have been a when you... big job. That must be a big job. Imagine being your animator. Imagine how much time, because I reckon everything in computer animation takes 10 times longer than you think it does. Well, so I agree, 
but I think it's different to so so to my understanding, and I've had this explained to me. Basically, when you throw something away, let's say you're filming a, a, a TV show or a film, and that happens, yeah. maybe an, an actor gets recast or an actor passes away sadly um, for whatever yeah. reason, they're no longer there. Now, everything that was filmed with them physically there on the film that has to be done. So you have you've not only lost money, but you have lost time and you've wasted other people's time by recasting that. Yeah. But when you do an animation, there's a huge amount of that that can still be repurposed because yeah. you can take uh, what, you, you know, for example, in that phrase, the animators has already already animated a large part of Shrek and how Shrek was moving and how he was talking, how he was interacting. Yeah. But specifically what they, what they manipulated was the facial features and then the voice on top of it. So really, there's a huge amount of checkpoints that animators can kind of reach before when they do have to do a recast. So you can see, actually, it's... If you had to recast something, having it as an animated, it's actually easier. Because, again, everything's digital. You know, you can still store it. You can still movement. If it's motion yeah, capture, that one motion probably serves quite a number of different scenes, specifically nowadays. And, um, again, I can get really techy into this sort of thing. But I, I think it's quite interesting. Yeah. Now, I touched on another name just before we go on there. Well, I wanted to I wanted to just finish off about oh, sorry. Bat Bastard for a sec. Oh, yes. Because... The thing I love about Fat Bastard is, as undeniable of specifically voice acting genius Mike Myers is, he does only have one Scottish accent. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does only have one Scottish accent. So it's the same one. So I think when I obviously I saw Shrek a lot younger than I saw Austin Powers, but mm. when I saw Austin Powers and I heard that voice, and then I watched Shrek again. The two will forever be merged, and there's no unmerging them, and that's sad. Mm, I don't know. I think. I mean, obviously, because you've got the images, they disassociate from each. But I think Shrek is a lot like, especially when he's kind of having his calmer scenes. He's a there's he brings a lot more character. He rounds the voice out a little bit more. Whereas I think Fat Bastard is a little bit more of an agree. He's not Fat Bastard. He's Fat Bastard. He's Fat Bastard. All right. He's right, no Fat fine. Bastard. Fat Bastard. <laughs> Fat Bastard is... Actually, yeah, regionally, regionally, where is Mike Glasgow. Myers' Glasgow. Scottish accent from? Yeah, it's Glasgow. I don't think it is. I think ah, it's... It I don't think it's City Glasgow. I don't think it's City Glasgow. I think it's like Kilmarnock it's or something like that. Oh, you think? Sort of northeast, eastern? I a baby. I don't know. Ah, could so, get in my belly? I don't... I yeah, don't... I, mean, it I is... don't think it's central Glasgow at all. I think, I think it's an amalgamation of Glasgow accents. I mean, as if we know the posh yeah. Edinburgh accents, two of us. I think it might be from Uddingston in Glasgow. No, I think it's probably Motherwell. <laughs> <laughs> Kill McComb. What about it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. Excuse me, what I'm about, from Kill Is McComb? it a drum trapple? Is it a drum trapple accent? Um, yeah, no, Paisley. <laughs> no, I, actually, I mean, Paisley probably most likely, to be honest. Paisley, yeah. No, I, great. Um, anyway. Let, let's let's move on because I feel we, we've got some songs to talk about, but I know we do want to talk about another we accent, do. which is Eddie Murphy's. Because um, I've been dying to say about this now. I, 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 the thing with Eddie Murphy in this is that it's such a weird, weirdly almost defining role. I mean, Eddie Murphy has had so many defining roles. You know, you you you, you think of Axel F. Um, yeah, yeah, doesn't he? In Beverly Hills Cop, his Beverly Hills Cop, mm -hmm, I think, is probably his mm -hmm. most either that, 
Um, obviously, um, King oh, Doctor Doolittle, uh, Nutty Professor. Doctor Doolittle, Nutty Professor, got, uh, coming to America. What he, uh, King? Oh, I forget this. The name. Oh, coming, I saw coming to America. I. I saw coming to America for the first time this year, and I can't believe it's not been in my life until now. It's, it's incredible, amazing. isn't it? It's so good. It but really is. His performance as would Donkey never get made is... now. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Of course not. Of course, <laughs> his royal highness's balls are clean. <laughs> Something like that. Absolutely. Out the hot tub. Um, James Earl Jones. The the don donkey or character donkey. Again, such a staple of these movies, and and in some ways, obviously, that's what the audience is kind of identifying with and carrying through. And what a fantastic character! So much overreaction that he brings to that role. But yeah, there's the charisma I'm, underneath, and it's just fantastic. Yeah, one of the things that I've always heard when seeing and hearing interviews from voice actors is. For every emotion that you hear on the track or on the movie, the voice actor has to over-emote like 10 times that in order mm. to put that emotion across. So you, you see behind the scenes recording sessions of people like Robin Williams doing The Genie, for example. Because there's yes, footage of this of him like one, yeah. putting the voice down on those those cracks, and he's he's moving around this booth like nothing else, and you're like, and you, you try and match that up to where that dialogue is in the movie, and you don't see it as being that emotive. And in the case of Eddie Murphy, mm. you just have to think that must have been exhausting, because you know when yeah, he first meets yeah. Shrek and he goes on that big motor mouth thing. Yeah, he he goes. He talks so fast and so hyperactively that you think yeah, that yeah. must have been exhausting. That must have been exhausting. Actually, another another character, another animated character that's very famous for being exhausting, Tom Hanks as Woody. And he Woody, said, yeah. "Playing Woody is one of the most exhausting things that he's ever that 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 he's ever done because he's a, you're you're in the booth for like." eight to ten hour days and woody is like tense and stressed out about everything and his voice is up here so he's like ah all the time all of his lines are delivered at that level Mm. and you're just like man that must suck like that must Mm. really be hard work yeah eddie Eddie murphy as donkey probably had that problem as well it's it's it but it's a great delivery for all the lines and all this, all all of the the the, I guess the sh- there's a, there's a lot of shrieking in this film, isn't there? There's a lot of screaming from characters yeah. isn't when you think back to. It. Should we talk about the music? Yeah, why don't we do that? And now, why don't we start by you telling me what the first mm-hmm. song is? The first song is a fantastic track, a track that will never ever be forgotten or misremembered for anything else, apart from maybe the end credit sequence to 2002's Rat Race, which you ever saw, with starring John Cleese. Um, that's I, one that we'll have I to have do too. And that is uh, obviously All Star with uh, Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Are you checking it? 
Yes, very good, yes. Which is that very, yep. very famous sequence where he's obviously coming out of the shed. You just see, you just see, he's a lovable bloke. He's giving himself a mud shower, getting all that mud right into those pores as you, as you do. I think he's, a, I think he, he's filling up with water. Uh, he's, he's, he starts the day by having a dump in the outhouse, which I think is lovely. You know, he started the day in, on, a, on a high. Um, yeah. It, it, I've a, just realized something, mate. Oh, is it not? It is fantastic. I've just realized something. The track list of the soundtrack is not the song order of the movie. Mm. Mm, don't worry, I'm here to help you. Mm. Oh my goodness gracious me. Okay. Okay. Oh God. To, we're What's gonna have the to next feel one? our way through this one. What's the next one? We're gonna have to feel be? our way through this one. Oh, I should have written them all down. Fin- no, fin- finish your finish finish your thought. Well, on no, I just I, I just I it's just it's a great one. It's a great one. It's a great inclusion. I think it just sets the scene, doesn't it? It's just a great. It's a yeah, fun song of it its really time. Does. It's a fun song in that era. You get a feel for the characters. You get a feel for what you're watching. It's. It, I think it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, era is definitely an interesting interesting one when it comes to Shrek and particularly Shrek 1 because this is right at the beginning of the noughties isn't it it's mm-hmm. 2001 is it mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah 2001 yeah. so so the, the style of pop music the, the style of songs that they're using in here I get almost a kind of blink 182 light kind of vibe do you know yeah, what I mean it's like yeah. garage homemade kind of Kind well, that, of rock, exactly, exactly. It must be what it must be what everybody in America was listening to in the early noughties when mm. we were too busy listening to Robbie Williams. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, it, and it's and it, but it's fun, and it's all the songs are super catchy from this. Is well. Robbie Williams are funny? Yeah. that's a good one. Okay, so next, so I mean, let, let's talk as well because obviously it's John Powell who does the score for this as well. Because the scored music throughout Shrek, it's very famous. Actually, it's a very it, yeah. I, I always would recognize the scored music in Shrek. The do 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 do. It's it, well, it's John Powell and Harry, Harry Gregson, Gregson Williams. Williams, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a partnership, and I was saying, I was saying, her thinking is, what's the What's the split in work? Like, who does what? Mm. Like, I was listening to this and going, how much of that is John Powell? And I'm inclined to say a lot of it based mm. on everything that comes afterwards. Mm. So I think John Powell, this is probably quite early on in his career, but then okay. he obviously became a staple of DreamWorks. the DreamWorks studio, yeah. mm-hmm. going on to score very famously How to Train a Dragon, which the music of that is top drawer. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but he also did mm. Kung Fu Panda and the Kung Fu Panda scores are top quality as well, actually. Course, and that's DreamWorks as well. And so I'm inclined to believe that John Powell has possibly more of a hand in this, but I don't know for yeah. sure. What else has Harry Gregson Williams done? He's definitely He's definitely a name. Let's see what let's see what the old Wikipedia says. X Men Origins, Wolverine, The Martian. Oh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Interesting. That's got that's got good music. Ah, yeah, he's done stuff. Wow. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, 
Alex and I had a slight te- te- technical difficulty there where I was uh, talking for a good 20 minutes or so and Alex was joining in in a conversation and then we just lost a lot of file. How frustrating that is. Oh. I, didn't think, I didn't think we would get to 20 or so episodes in. I thought we would do this at least on the single in the single digit episodes, but I'm surprised we've got yeah, this far. And that's I the thought first time that's episode, episode two or three. I, and do you know what? When you say it like that, I, I, don't, I, I instantly don't feel as bad. But no, when, 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 when it happened, when it happened, I punched a wall. <laughs> Did you actually? No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. But I just wanted to put that visual of, of me punching a wall in your I head because you, you've almost never seen that. <laughs> I was I was punch shit when I get angry. So what also happens is that this benefits me because if you remember, or well, you remember the listeners, it was just two seconds ago for them. We decided to do a little wager that I would be stop licking your mosquito bites. It's like a cat. I'm gonna put a cone on you. You're like an arse. Put your tongue away. I was I was about to say the problem with this is that it means that the the whole guess what songs are in Shrek is made much easier by me. Yeah, because now she's already done it. And you know what? I appreciate, and I'm sure the listeners appreciate as well. Your candid honesty that that is the current situation because you could have just taken the glory and we the listeners to... would have been go- been going oh my goodness how on earth did he get all that without seen... looking at a single wikipedia article <laughs> we can't believe we... it we never seen... has, have these scenes ever happened ever so the next song in shrek two or in shrek one the funny thing with Wait, it the is... next song after what one i can't remember what the last one was well, it was it. over so an last... hour and a half ago well the last <laughs> one that we did was Smash Mouth, the actual one. Okay, there, because okay, it is okay. back to so the next one is during Shrek's tournament sequence. God, I feel like we've had this I feel like deja vu. But yeah. we have that fantastic tournament scene where they're picking the uh the person who's the, the champion who's going to go and save Princess Fiona from the tower, and we get the song. Now, not only did you not you just told me an hour ago, but I've almost instantly forgot the band's name who sang Bad Reputation. It's ad, is it ad hoc or something like that? Half cocked. Half cocked. Oh, I knew it was something like that. I don't. Yes, I, I, th- I, I think I think it's safe to say that you half cocked that up. Oh, bloody good! And I ad hocked an answer. You did. <laughs> yeah. Some might say that this uh, podcast is a bit half cocked, but to yeah. them, I would say that nah, ad hoc. Absolutely. Talk. Sorry, there's Matt, Maddie's bouncing around in the background. I don't know what she's up to. No, you're okay. Don't worry. You're good. She's just jumping around. You good? She's good. She's good. She's good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, she, uh, I think she walked into a door. That often. I need to get them all removed. I think in the house. She, she was, she was annoyed at having to re-record the podcast as well. So she walked into a door. Is that right. what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. She's lived with this. So amazing sequence. But the song that we talked about quite a lot in length was the very close to home proclaimer song yes 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 now in offer to in- provide you with a little bit of different and intriguing information i'm going to uh ask you what is their most successful song the proclaimers oh you want me to say 500 miles mm. is it yeah it is oh, yeah. okay <laughs> and i don't know <laughs> I have nothing else to this fact <laughs> <laughs> you you presented you, you you teed that up like ah. it was a fun little factoid, but you ah. you went and uh, reverse psychologyed me. Ah, but you like this one though. How many brothers are there in the Proclaimers in the band? More. How many of them are there? 
two. There is two. Great. You're learning. You're learning. <laughs> Somebody's listening to this go, going, no, no. What, a ho- what a lot of shit this is. It's a tin pot podcast. <laughs> it's for so boring. Now, of course, we have the famous... And now what we said the last time, and it's still true. I mean, it's the same song as 20 minutes ago or whenever we recorded the fucking thing. Yeah. But, but what is so true is that we use I'm On My Way, which is a fantastic piece, the it montage is. of them it quite is. literally on their way to save it Princess is. Fiona. But we said at the same time and it's still true that that middle element of and now that i don't want for anything that's no longer in the song anymore and yeah it's sad it it tears my heart that they didn't include that in the film because that it's a wonderful little bit because he says i'll i I hear al jostin saying i'm sitting on top of the world yeah and you know the the thing i the thing i I said song references another song Mm. sorry yeah and the the thing i said back in the version of this conversation that now doesn't exist is that the proclaimers fame kind of stems from those individual soundbite moments Mm. you know um, and you know all those well, I think it all kind those of goes, all those little simplistic moments. Well, let's do it moments. justice. All right, let's do justice. Yeah, it is absolutely. It's brilliant. Oh, that was that was worth re-recording again, just 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 for doing that. We didn't do that last time. We didn't do that. We didn't do it last time. It's good. Do you know? I'm almost hoping that we lose this now recording, so we do something even more entertaining. Oh, for goodness' sake! Oh, for goodness' sake! Um, but no, you're right though. Because they are, they're famous for the little tidbits of those songs. That, and yeah. I think I'm on my way is another classic example. But there's so that. much more depth to them. There's so much more depth to them. King of the Road from when the Hedgehogs were doing that uh, stop, look, and listen campaign series of adverts in the the early uh, to late nineties. Do you remember those? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> but that that's a cover. If I'm not, if cover. I'm not yeah, mistaken, right. is a it cover. Boxcar Willie? Boxcar Willie, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a that's a a tape that my granddad had in his car when I was growing I up. He always he always played Boxcar Willie on a on a cassette tape, and oh. that was and that was one of the songs. And there was another one. Oh yeah, move over, fat dog, cause the thin dog's moving in. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I like that. It's good. It's really good. King of the Road is one of the only songs that. Oh, hello again. She's come back into the room. King of the Road is is one of the only songs that I know, like religiously, all the lyrics to. And me and my dad sing it when we play the guitar. Specifically, just some of the. I know every engineer on every train, all of the children and all of their names. I fucking love that song. Wow. But somehow I had no idea. Every handout in every town and every lock that ain't lock when no one's around. Oh, such Ooh, a brilliant... Such get a brilliant you, time. get you. So anyway, within Shrek, great inclusion. I love it. Local roots cannot beat. Nope. Now, I'm going to cheat because I know the next couple of songs and I didn't. I totally forgot about probably one of my most favourite inclusions of songs in the score to this, which is... Uh, you belong to me. Yeah. Now I'm now drawing a blank as to who uh, who recorded it. This. Oh, who is it? Who who? Oh, because you Gen- said it last time. Begins with a J. Next one. A. Next one. Jack. S. Oh, Jason. W. Wait. J. Oh, what what is this? Think Deadpool. 
Wade, Wade, Jason Wade. That's the Jason one. Jason Wade. There you go. Nice. Got yes, I recognize end. it. I really did get there. Now, I, and I said at the time, and I say again, I mean, this, you belong to me, that beautiful sequence where they're looking out at the stars, and then there's those beautiful eggs that we see frying on that rock, which I said, probably the most delightful looking food in any cartoon. It really is. It but really that is. that song is just, I've got the old guitar here, actually. I've just wanted to play you a little bit of. Oh, here we go. As we, just as we. Uh, Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, it's nice. And it's and it's an old song as well because it's it's been re-recorded quite a few times. Much like another song oh. in this in this movie. But I believe we've got a couple more songs to get to before we get yeah, to Yeah, uh, we do, because I also one. I also made an absolute error when I missed out You Belong to Me, which I just think is such a my goodness, I can't Do you know do you know why I love You Belong to Me? Is that I was playing it once because I learned to play that song on the guitar because of Shrek. I played it when I was at my home. Yeah. And my grandpa was around and my grandpa started singing it along. And oh, it was nice. only then I realized Holy God, like, this is an old song. And, oh, lovely song. And every time I see it, see the pyramids along the Nile. Oh, man, love it. And you're right, the, the other one was uh, Hallelujah. Um, yeah, Leonard Cohen. Leonard, Leonard Cohen obviously wrote it. Jeff Buckley famously recorded it. And we have, in this, the Rufus Wainwright version. And I will never forget that. I got it wrong again. I put my hands up. Oh, honesty is at an absolute peak it is at, in it this is re-recording, well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the, the thing is, though, it's because the ladies and gentlemen are not going to believe how accurate I am when we record Shrek 2, um, which we're now going to have to do tomorrow night, thanks to that blunder. Um, but it, 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 I, as I said... The, the lyrics in the second verse of saw her bathing on the route, her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to a kitchen chair, broke your throne, cut your hair from her lips. You drew hallelujah. Haunting. It is haunting. Right? I just love that lyric. The, the, the image of what it is, it's almost COVID-esque. You know, someone who's just been living in their flat for so long, they've not been able to kind of go out and do things, but they've realized they've got a little bit of outdoor space. So they'll maybe yep. bathe on the roof because they can't yep. go anywhere else. So, you know, they've yep. like bathrooms or you know, whatever, but then the, their hair's grown so long. So, you know, and, and it was kind of like what Maddie did, you know, my, my hair got a bit too long. So she tied me to a kitchen chair and she, I mean, she broke a throne. Uh, I mean, she didn't do that as such. Uh, I mean, she's whittled a couple of chairs in the past and broken them, but I mean, nothing, nothing over there. But my hair was thoroughly cut. Yeah, and well, I'll tell you what I think this verse represents, and I've said this ever since we re we recorded this for the first time thirty minutes ago. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I think ever since then I have thought that this was the soundtrack to that scene in Casino Royale, and the oh, listeners know the ones yes, know yes. the one that I mean. The love the, letter from Le Chief is the, what you said. The thing with that, and as I said, it brought a, a beautiful blooded tear to the eye, that sequence. But it did. That, 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 um, yeah, I'm pleased that you re-remembered that because that, that wry and witty observation that what once you gave us 20 minutes ago has still stayed strong and, and, and stable in my heart. And I'm pleased that you remembered that one. Yes. <laughs> it is so true though, isn't it? It, it is, really is, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we do need to get a YouTube 
a YouTube rendition of that, of just that that beautiful moment and that one verse. And obviously we've skipped a song, and that is... Yes. Now, I again, I'm going to put my bloody hands up. Again, I forgot it was the wonderful Eels mm-hmm. with... Now, I said my lovely monster in me, but it is my beloved monster in me. So I think I got monster in me. I just have my beloved monster, no oh. and me. Oh. Jesus, I'm even, I I can't even get anything right tonight. So it's my, it was my beloved monster and me. We do everything together. <laughs> Wearing raincoats co- with four sleeves gets us through all kinds of weather. I, I, the lyrics in these songs are incredible. If it you go back is, really captures listen, the imagination. If you go back and listen to the lyrics, they're just magnificent. And I love that. As you said, so so because uh, you, you made a great point before, and I want you to say it again because I want to fucking hear you say it again. Absolutely. But, you, but we talked about music and movies, and no better combination than a music and a movie is during My Beloved Monster, isn't that yeah, right? Yeah, there, there's, there's this visualization of this really twisted, you said Tom Morello, Tom Morello-esque yeah. guitar bit, and it, it, it lines up to when Shrek and Fiona make balloons by blowing into the mouths of a yeah. frog and a snake absolutely and they make and 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 they make balloons and it's and, and it's such a perfect visual realization of that sound that yes. the two will never be disassociated for me they shall they, they will yeah. they, they they will always be just and it's, in there. But, it's so, but it is so true because I have listened to this song a couple of times. I remember listening to it once when I was at working or whatever, and it came on on my shuffle, and I did like I I was I thought about it. I like the I like the drums in this song as well. She will always be the only thing, and it's just a get a battering away of the toms. Something living in a world that is so damn. I fucking love it. Yeah, great song. It's a really, really... Because yeah. it's quirky. All of the songs in this are quirky. So much thought went into this soundtrack. Yeah. So much thought went into this. Yeah. They did a bloody good job, John Powell and the other chap, which once you mentioned. Absolutely. Although I, I, I don't think that they would have had... They, they, no, they wouldn't right. have had a hand in the... Theirs. Yeah, yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Although, it's, although speaking of them, should we talk about the song that was composed for the movie yes yes and again you made a ryan witty observations to where I this might did. come from and i want to hear you say it again because it was very good and i think the listeners would now, much appreciate the full song is called it is you open bracket i have loved close bracket uh and as if, to... as if they went, which which it is it you it it is you sort of song. As if they kind of get that to get confused. Why do songs do that? Put brackets around the next part of the lyrics. No idea. Why Absolutely no idea. Absolutely no idea. It's like, by the way, by the way, <laughs> it is you that I love. Do you know this one? Come on. Yeah. It's but the... just to refresh the listener's memory, it's the melody that goes dee da 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 dum ba da 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 dum it's a really lovely tune that but if you listen to the song and how it's produced there is one other famous song in hollywood that it really reminds me of mm-hmm. and that is brian adams's banger everything <laughs> open brackets everything i do close brackets <laughs> i do it for you <laughs> Is it actually? Is it is. It actually... No, I'm not even being funny. Well, I'm not even go. being funny. That is it. That is why they've done it. That yeah. is actually why they've done it then. Yeah, 100%. That just, yeah, that just sells it. I think 
and obviously that song was famously featured and I believe written for possibly maybe definitely ah. uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves which mm. obviously is that kind of folklore fairy tale kind of story as well so what I think they did was let's take the most ridiculous fairy tale movie that Hollywood ever made and the most ridiculous cheesy song and just let's take the mickey out of that that'll yeah, be I, that'll be fantastic yeah that it, it is brilliant that's an absolutely apt observation of the two that makes total sense yeah and totally and, one that i came up with right now and not one that has existed on any other recording failed or otherwise now obviously it's the it's the say that the theme that's done when the bird explodes and it's done the theme when uh, they're about to kiss and get married um but just as it kicks off, we get the final inclusion in the film of I'm a Believer. Mm-hmm. By the Monkeys originally? Neil Diamond, mate. Neil Diamond originally did this song? Yeah. Wow. Or, or I wrote know. it? Yeah. I did not know that. Neil Diamond wrote it. Well, before the Monkeys? Yeah. Uh, wow. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, God. Neil, Neil Diamond wrote it, yeah. Okay. Talk a little bit about this per- one. Talk about the sequence, and I'm yep. going to find out. Performed Jeez. by Smash Mouth. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Performed by Smash Mouth, and again, really laying the into band of Shrek. Yes, re- really laying into that kind of garage, homemade feel that a lot of this music has. I feel like homemade is definitely an apt description of a lot of this music. But it's great. Composed by Neil Diamond and recorded by the Monkees in 1966. Oh, wait, so wait. Did Neil Diamond not actually record this song? Did he just write it? I don't think he did. Interesting. Songwriter Neil Diamond. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet he's written loads of songs. Yeah. It's like Burt Bacharach. It's like Burt Bacharach. Right. Do you know? Do you know how many songs Burt Bacharach has written? It's, well, it's ridiculous. Like, but even more realistically, like Sia, she's written so many famous songs. Yeah. And um, Bernie Top was it Bernie? Uh, Bernie Toppin. Bernie Toppin as well. He's obviously put a lot of pen to paper. Well, I mean, he's he's Elton John's lyricist. Mm. Who else? So, who else? Who well, I mean, more modern times, Ed Sheeran. Has he written a lot of people's songs? He's written so many people's songs. Uh, it's frightening. Interesting. Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber. It's quite frightening. Is it? I mean, on a scary of like, <laughs> how frightening is it? That frightening? <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, I, I bloody pat my shanties ghosts. right there. So you know, is it ghosts and ghouls frightening? Mm-hmm. Is it snake? Right, that's plenty. <laughs> snakes. That's plenty. Let's not go down the snakes route. Now we obviously go straight from "I'm a believer" into "I believe." I can hear the song in my head. No idea what the song is called. What is the song called? I wanna stay home today. Don't wanna, wanna go, go out. <laughs> very Smash Mouth esque. Very that era. Performed by Self. Self. Nice. Nice. What a name. Like, exactly. That's like the bands that. Remember, there was a band in our school that, that went fuck iTunes. We're going to be called Unknown Artist. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what that was all. That's what it reminds me of. I I can't believe you even remember that. No, I do, I do, because I remember it's a peep show joke. Yeah, I heard it in Peep Show, which came out after we heard that they, these guys do that, and I went, ah, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, uh, better, and... better than Collision. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Who came? Oh, we'll get to that. That's one not. <laughs> that was the name of our band, everyone. Oh, there it is. Cats out of the bag. Um. Wh- 
what was now are we are we are we officially got to my yeah let's get to the party let's do it let's get do it do it do it do it because i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you the lowdown i think hands in the air i can tell you every single no phone in these hands can you see i can see no phone ladies and gentlemen can you see that i am putting the lady into the box there is no mirrors. There is no light. There is no smoke. You're right there, Maddie. <laughs> I am now locking the key and swallowing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you count me in, I will saw the box in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'll saw the box in half and open it, and there will be the track list for the Shrek dance party. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> and the top and bottom half of a lady, what has had her trachea cut in two. We start, obviously, with uh, Don't go changing to try and please me You've never let me down before Now, <laughs> now what song is that? That What is that song called? I love you just the way you are. Is it just I love you just the way brackets you are? <laughs> is, is that how, I don't know what that song's called. Cause I, I, think, song... I think it's called just... I think it's called... Just the way you are. Is it a Burt Bacharach? Or it might be uh, open brackets, loved you, close brackets, just the way you are. are. (laughs) I think it's just the way you are. I love you just the way... Is Billy Joel does it, does he not? I think, I believe so, yeah. But you know what, my my favourite, my favourite thing about the Shrek rendition of that is the, not, is not only does Meyer, Michael Myers have an incredible Scottish accent. He can sing in it. Yeah. Oh, he, does he, it. Yeah. he can sing in it and it's consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. accent is consistent in singing yeah. like that. That's hard. That, that must be hard. We then move on to like a virgin. I made it through the wilderness. You With princess Fiona. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we go straight on to I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh yeah, you other brothers get to die, which is Eddie Murphy dragon. with the dragon. Absolutely, so you get. Now then we do a very quick cut. I'm so impressed I can remember this. I can. Yeah, still yeah, see I it. am as well. I am as well. We then get feelings by Felonius, who is uh, singing just feelings. Do you know the song? I can't feelings? remember. No, I can't. I can't remember this. Yeah, it goes feelings. Anyway, that's the next song. I think oh, the song great. is called Feelings, brackets feelings. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to yeah. stay at the YMCA. And that is the Callum. Robin Hood's Robin Hood Little Man. I know we forgot the Robin Hood. We didn't. Hoods. Oh, I know we, how I know did we, we forget the do- r- the Robin Hood? Hood. Oh, so good. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we can't not talk about the Robin Hood Fire song. Fire up my end, big boy. Let me it's go. so good. Miss they made who? first. First of all, they made Robin Hood French. Yeah. Genius. Yes. Genius. <laughs> yes, yes. Genius. Um. And it's just the most ridiculous. I'm, I'm trying to, to remember. I'm trying to remember some of the lyrics because well, they're I they're like gold. The when, I like the bit where because it's also the pseudo the kids. It's the it's the adults' jokes layered into the kids' movie. Yeah. Where and he likes to get do 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 likes to get do and he also likes to get late exactly. But then they'll go paid because <laughs> he's talking about being paid. Yeah. But they obviously they're they're leading into the fact you get laid. And then there's the kind of like he's beatboxing for, but it was brilliant. Friar Tuck's got the accordion. Yeah, I like. I need to watch this movie tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Uh, I mean, I'm not going to watch it tonight. I need to. Uh, I need to sleep. But oh man, I need to watch that video tonight. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I'm on the dance party, so we've got YMCA. It's fun yeah. to stay at the YMCA. Yeah. Cuts to Gingerbread Man. Yeah. Missing his legs. Still got the gumdrop buttons, fortunately. Yeah. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make you cry? Which huh? is, huh? well, huh? culture, huh? that's it. Uh-huh. Then into staying Stay alive. alive. Stay staying alive. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Woof, 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 woof. Oh. And so that the dancers just won't hide. You like to play my organ. I said a ride, sunny ride. I don't know what song that is. That's Dance to the Music. No, but we'll get into that in a bit, isn't it? It just goes straight into Dance to the Music. Yeah, and then it just it? goes into Dance to the Music, yeah. And then there's a modulation. And then the camera pans up. They've thoroughly broken the fourth wall by this point. I mean, there is yep. fourth wall breaks throughout this. I can still hear every element of that song in my head. Yeah. Is that weird? No, because it's so it's so well linked and choreographed to each other. And because a, a lot of those songs I heard for the first time in that setting. I, yeah, me too. That like I, a Virgin. You, I'd never heard Like a Virgin. I thought no. the song was called Through the Wilderness. In yeah. brackets, you know I made it through. <laughs> it's very funny. Feelings. Oh, I need to find that fucking feelings song. Yeah. I, no, I, I love it. I've, I've just realised I've, I've opened Wikipedia. I've accidentally clicked a link and it's just pop rock. Brilliant. This is a long link. Not that many things, though. So, have, have we thoroughly covered the dance party? I think so. Okay, so there is one question mark song. And I can hear it in my head, and I can't pair it to a scene in the movie. And I don't know where it is. You'll probably be able to get it as soon as I say it. Best Years of Our Lives by the Baja Men. Best Years. Whoa. Makes me want to dance. This is our life. Yeah, it's, that's totally in the credits. That's totally in the credits. That's end credits, is it? Yeah, that's totally end credits. Yeah, yeah. Right, fair enough. Uh, I think it's also in the trailer. I think, I'm thinking back now. I think that's in the uh, trailer of Shrek. Ah, oh, maybe it's not. No, it is the credits, but I think it was used in the trailer for the film. Okay. I mean, I'll buy that. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. I'm not selling it. Right, right, you can buy right. It if you want, right, 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 right. In if if we're if we're wrong, which we almost certainly are. Are you interested in this? I'm it's not. Lovely. Are you sure? I'm not. Are you sure I can't tap you in it? It's it's really nice. It's new. It's uh, no, no doubt. No doubt. The credits. Is well, okay, no, no doubt. Well, I do a no return. I do. A, sorry, not a no returns policy. Quite the opposite. I do a free returns. I'll let you take it home, try it on, see if it suits nice and. You know, a nice new pair of shoes or something. If you, are you sure you don't want it? Well, I mean, if it's free returns, then why come? Why, why? And I don't. And I don't want it. Then well, why, why do we cut out the middleman and I just don't buy it? Well, 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 because you you might get it home. You might try it out. You might realize that it, you you like it and you like the Baja Men as the Shrek credit. But then credits. you might take that. You might take that money. Go buy yourself something nice. I then return the Baja Men. Mm, yeah. You've already spent that money on something you can't return, and you're out of pocket. But I wouldn't do that because you know because I because I'm a hundred percent 
I'm 100% committed into selling the Baja men being used as Shrek in the end credit sequence and potentially the trailer as well. So I'm, okay. I'm there and I'm happy to sell that to you at any point in time. And it's there, it's yours. I'll tell you what I'll do, because you're such a nice bloke and we've had a really great stimulating conversation, I'll do it half price. Half price, okay. I'll do it half price for you. Okay, you okay. spit on it? Fair, fair. There we are. Absolutely, right through Shake. the screen. Amazing. Tickle. Aye. A little shaking. Oh, yeah, very good. There very we go. Clean. Well, that is that is the soundtrack to Shrek thoroughly. Examined. It is indeed thoroughly. Some would say twice. Some would I wouldn't. Say twice. God, <laughs> we still got another one of these movies. I yeah. am far more accurate with Shrek too, namely because I'm probably going to be cycling and listening to that as I go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to Shrek too tomorrow, no doubt. Fantastic. Um, definitely a two thumbs. I mean, as an animated movie score and soundtrack i love it are we doing yeah yeah, yeah. Summer uh, yeah why not yeah, it's just like it deserves yeah. two of them it does it deserves, deserves four it does oh oh very good very good maybe eight i mean not eight do you do you have extra thumbs that well, you're not I've, telling me about i've got thick big toes oh thick big toes lovely forward let's move forward uh now the moving forward segment. what's moving have... forward part two shrek two that's what's moving forward right oh. that's it <laughs> i've got some sad news for you mate oh really uh tenet oh do you mean tenet uh tenet as the french would refer yes. to it as oh i heard some really interesting fun theories from another podcast that i want to talk about but i i and i want to get into them because i, I think we may as well but I think but Tenet has been delayed and the phrase is indefinitely. Yes, I you're right. I did read this and my heart sank a little bit because I remember asking you a couple of weeks ago about, you know, how how do you feel about going to the cinema? Like, you know, COVID, COVID nineteen yeah, situation yeah. and all that, like, you know, social distancing. It's obviously, you know, an enclosed environment. It's hot and sweaty. It's not exactly the place that you want to be going in and the height. Why are and you that, hot and sweaty in the cinema? Because it's dark and it's right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. What have you got in your popcorn? It's summer. Why is there a hole in the bottom of your bucket? (laughs) 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 Wait wait to wait wait to lower the tone. No, no, no. But no, seriously though, because we we said this, and then as like I said, so when Tenet comes out, and you said, oh yeah, day one, we're just we're just going. That's that's one hundred percent, and that is still the case when it comes out. Legit. But but I, but I would still be going because I mean like I've been to the pub. The pubs are now open. I've been in yeah, there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, little, little bits of COVID there and there, but you stay I, clear of the COVID. I've I've been on the tube. Yeah, I've been on the tube a couple of times too. Ooh. Yeah, back to licking the handles and stuff. You know, we might that, we that might have to we might have to revisit our segment. Shit, what we see on the tube. Oh oh, and I did see something on the tube, and you totally. Ooh. Oh, I'll get to it next do you time. Wanna, do, you, do, you wanna, do you want to open, open no, with we'll, it? No, we'll do, we'll do uh, shit what we see on the tube next week. Well, Welcome yeah. return of. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair. I've also got some other good news, Alex. I've just sent you a nice photo of something that, uh, just some other COVID-related good news, as opposed to Tenet. 
you're not you're not we're, we're not playing our annual game of cock or ball are we no 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 no, no. those that, okay. those days are over those all right fair enough weeks ago are over and um, but the the fun the fun uh did you get that video as it come through that photo oh here we go i'll know there'll be a nice cheeky smooth <laughs> too soon <laughs> Oh my days! I love that. I absolutely love that. It's great. Do you want to read it out, or is it that was... just going to be an ass joke? Uh, it's going to be an ass joke. That's going to be an ass joke. But it was a rude joke. It was a rude a naughty joke. picture in it. Ooh, stop. Nah, wasn't though. <laughs> uh, so I've heard some fun fan theories to bring to Tanet or Oh tenet. yes, or Tanay. Uh, and. Uh, the first theory, so both these theories come from a, a group that we are a part of on Facebook where there's a lot of speculation and rumour. But I want to talk about two of them because I they have been blowing my mind ever since. And obviously, Tanay has been obviously on the cards for a lot of moving forward. And I promise that we won't ever do it again. But because last We'll do week, it tomorrow. But we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> two interesting fan theories. The first theory being that what if this technology means you can only turn back time to the previous 10 seconds? Therefore, the film is actually called Ten, but it's Tenet because it's in reverse. Now, believe it or not, believe it or not, I did think about the word Ten when I was thinking about Tenet earlier today, but I did not make that leap from that to that theory, and I have to say I love it. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I I love that theory. I don't know if that's what it's going to be. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know if that would fly in real life, but then you know it's a Christopher, it's one, it's a trippy Christopher Nolan movie, so mm. you can do whatever he wants. Well, I actually have my own theory based off the back of that, and I think they're close, but I don't think they're correct. Um, and I, and I reason I think this is because I actually put this, I wrote this down, I wrote this down in my notes for about quite a few episodes ago, and I just put in, I just put in my notes, Tenet, a fishing movie? Question mark. <laughs> And I, I have no idea why I said that. But now that I'm saying the whole 10 theory, I remembered it. So it's not that the word 10 is backwards. It's actually the word net is backwards. And what the whole film is, it's not called 10, 10, net, 10, 10. It's actually net. The word net has been reversed. Because ah, and, saw, the mirror, and the mirror is in the middle. Exactly. So it's actually a fishing movie. And as we've seen, there's if you watch the trailer... There's a boat that goes backwards at one point. There it. is a boat. There is a boat and it uh, goes there's backwards. A, there's a ship that goes backwards near some of the offshore wind farms, I believe, off the coast of Germany and Denmark. To be fair, there are some cars that go backwards too. I don't I don't know if people fish in cars. Wait. What? Not, well, not, on, not on highways. Not on highways. No. You could, you could fish from a car. Or in firing ranges. Yeah. But yeah, but there's not many tens in firing ranges, are there? There might be ten bullets. Oh, in, there might be. There might be ten bullets. Bloody, bloody ten. I think I've got you there. I think that's uh, unflappable. Bullets, how many bullets are in a Desert Eagle? Isn't it like eight or something? Like ten. This is shit. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> other theory. Shit. The other theory that was on it was actually on a podcast that I listened to from last week. So I'm, this is old, old news from someone else that I heard. But I love this so, so much. Now, obviously, in the trailer, we see a lot of people uh, with masks over their face, and there's a lot of masks throughout. Uh, where, where people have so I, again this this very much didn't come from us but the theory this person has said and I fucking love this theory is obviously when we're moving forward in time we are breathing in oxygen and 
uh, respiring carbon dioxide. What yeah. if when you go backwards, you breathe in carbon dioxide, and so they are carbon dioxide masks, and you're breathing out or exhaling oxygen. Ooh. I'm gonna yeah. fill, I'm gonna fill in the ponder for you. So every time you watch them go backwards, they have to endure. They have to inload carbon dioxide because mm. every molecule is working in reverse. Yeah. But the environment doesn't change around them. I mm. love it. I love that, and I actually think that could be legit. Yeah. I think we might. I think someone else might have solved that, and I think that might be possibly. I love that. I love that. I love that because we know from experience that Christopher Nolan's movies are just dressed to the nines as far as imagination goes. Would you not say that everyone is just furiously trying to guess? And it's 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 the kind of it's the kind of feeling that. we we should be having in you know star wars movies and superhero movies yes whereas do you not feel like now there's more of a culture of this is how they might fuck it up this is how they might fuck it up this is how they might fuck it up whereas christopher nolan brings out a movie and everyone's like oh i wonder what it's gonna be i wonder what it's gonna i wonder what it's gonna be it's so cool we really don't deserve him we really don't deserve him because he's kind of one of the only saving graces for such a large monumental release isn't he and it's amazing how this movie it's not part of a franchise it's no returning characters there's no plot for it there's no there's there's nothing but it is getting as much media attention as yeah some it's of it's an original movie movies. it's an but, original movie and you just have to did you see disney's numbers last year oh, like 20 2019 no but as far as box office takings Oh, they won, but they won, didn't they? They came first place. No, they came first place, but do you know what percentage they got? It was in the eighties, was it? I be- I believe it was in at least the eighties. I'm gonna do a quick Google. Nice. Well, whilst you do that, I'm gonna just say because there was obviously Avengers Endgame. There was uh, was there not one of the Lion was the Lion King last year? Was it the year before? Um, there was obviously Toy Story four last year, which would have saved it which may have made a huge amount of money. Spider-Man, no, that was Sony with Far From Home, although they might have made a little bit from it. Um, there was also some of the live-action Disney's as well that was released last year. Yep. The, 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 okay, yeah, I've got it. So Disney produced an unprecedented 80% yeah, of the 80%. top box office hits this year. Christ on a bike. That is mental. I mean, that is madness, yeah. isn't it? It's, like, it's a conglomerate, uh, isn't it? I mean, there is, there's, it's almost... It's almost depressing. It is depressing, and I think, and I think uh, we're blind to the dangers of it because we're just like, "Ooh, I hope, I hope they they buy this sometime down the line, so we can see that character in that yeah. movie at some point." But the 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 dangers of not having a competitive marketplace far outweigh the pleasure you get from seeing a character in a movie that one time. Yeah, Gen- no, like totally genuinely. Agree. Yeah. I- but I mean, yeah, yeah. God, do you think this podcast will ever get sponsored by Disney? What if? What, what not if not the anymore. Only, the, only, <laughs> the only property that Disney are like, we actually don't want it. We we're we're good with every other podcast. This one we're good. Actually, you can keep. <laughs> Wouldn't put it faster. Yeah, but then how insanely popular would we be? Because then we'd be the oh, only free the speech. We'd, we'd, be we'd, be the, we'd be the competitor. Yeah, that's it. 
Actually, you, I don't want that. I don't want to go up against Disney. That 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 shit I terrifies me. He's just a shitty little mouse. You could you could whip his ass, Mickey. Mickey Mickey Disney. Mickey no Mickey Mouse, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Disney. Uh, I think that's the show, mate. I think that I think that's the show as well. Wow, what a what a phoenix that has risen from the ashes in the topic of conversation. What was yeah, you know what? Music. I was uh, quite pleased with how that turned out. I will <laughs> not lie to you. Excellent. Um, so now that they've thoroughly listened to Shrek One and they're fully up and indated in a film that was released ne- nearly twenty years ago, and they've now got the full indate of all the songs in it, what's the next thing that the the listeners have to do? Well, you can find our podcast mm-hmm. on the Apple Podcast app. Mm-hmm. And also within that app, you can do a very clever thing, which is give it a rating in-app. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do in-app is mm-hmm. to write a, a review in the bloody app. Mm-hmm. And w- one of the things you could write in that review was if you loved us, if you hated us, mm-hmm. or you could mm-hmm. tell us what your favorite movie is, or yeah. you could tell us what your favorite movie music is, since Love that's... That. Um, arguably the theme of this podcast. Yeah. We're on Spotify as well, but who cares? And we have an email as well. What's the email address? The email is motionspod at gmail.com. I just want to pick up on something you said before because it is a shame that, that listeners can't actually give us any sort of reviews in app or anything because that would be a really useful thing for them to be able to do. If they, but hang on. If they, oh, yeah, sorry. But hang on. I it, believe it, that... Excuse me? Yeah, uh, I think it, you misspoke. It, 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 excuse me? They can do what? They can do it in app. R- sir, sir, I have seen this famous contraption, this aeroplane, but it shall never fly across the oceans. It is made of much cloth and much material, but what you are selling me right now, sir, I will not buy. A good day to you, sir. He's well, gone. that, that may be. Went. That guy that... went. No, no, okay, no. You well, can, you next. Can argue, but next, he's next in away. line. Okay, next here he in... is. Okay, he's coming in. He's going, <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is you this can... contraption? Can I review it in some sort of device, in some sort of uh, app streaming service of whatnot? Absolutely, mate. And once, and what's more, you can do it in app. In where? Sorry, could you tell me what's more? Well, in the app. In the where? In the app. I'm a trifle deaf, you see. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we've milked this cow? <laughs> Hello there. I'm just wondering if there's any way that I could put some sort of review on paper or something. I've really enjoyed what I've listened to. <laughs> Alex, I've got a whole host of people waiting to speak to you, mate. I don't know what to yeah. do. Do you can, want me can to we send copy, them in one time? Can, can we copy and paste that you can do it in app? Well, I might. Uh, just uh, be listening to the show, really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway uh, I can give you a little bit of feedback that? or something like that. Yeah, or something that I can do. I was up at three o'clock this morning in Poland. <laughs> I don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah, and the email, as I said before, I went off on that uh, interesting time. Ta- they, they've left. They've all gone. Yeah, they've all gone. Oh, they're coming. One of them's left their hat. Yeah, it's on the chair. And not, none of them are reviewing, the but chair. you listeners could. On the chair. He's got it. He's found it. He's found the hat. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also reach us at motionspod at gmail.com. I've already said that before. But the one thing I have not said is goodbye, everybody. Ah, ta-ta, guys. 